This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Nonstop Infinite Coughing. Are you tired of the room being too quiet or your chest not hurting? Get sick and fucking cough up your lungs. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, those who identify as non-binary, welcome back to Roll the Creds, the podcast, the only podcast that will make you a little bit ambiv- like ambivalent about how it ends. You know, What was that word? Ambivalent. It's like mixed or confused. I Come think on. you made that up. Read a fucking book. I think you made that one up. <laughs> Prove me wrong, then. I don't want to look it up. Prove me wrong. I don't want to look it up. Why do most of our topics start with us fighting? <laughs> um, you know, because at some point we always argue about something. That's true. We do have a, an ability to do that. Yeah. So you. we're shut up. Shut the fuck up. We're going to talk about shut up. I'm sick. Yeah. Want to get through this? So am I. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Uh, so yeah, we're here today to talk about bittersweet endings in movies, and I th- I thought it was fitting because you know it's the it's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bittersweet that the year is over. Yeah, I mean you know like any year you know like there's good, there's bad, and similar to movies like endings can come from this place where you're like. It, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Is it up to interpretation? After this month, I'm done with this year. Okay. I'm so tired of this month. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everything in a whole has just fucked me over, so. Well, let's talk about those those fun little moments in movies that have good endings. Uh-huh. So I'm going I'm to go first. Because uh, fuck you. Uh, so first and foremost, I'm going to go with Upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the ending of that. Yeah, the ending of upgrade. Yeah, where like you think for a moment that like he's he's <laughs> Oh, won. it was all just a dream. You were in an accident. It's yeah. okay. But the fucked up thing is is that to him, he's living in that dream. Like he's stuck there and he's back with his wife and that's really nice. Mm-hmm. But he's lost all consciousness and no longer has his body. Yeah. And that body is going on some kind of robotic murderous rampage because shoots the cop and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one for me. I, I really like Upgrade. I think Upgrade's it's a fucking great, great movie. Again, it's <coughs> better than Venom. It's a better Venom. It is, <coughs> and like the ending is like so Korean that it's like fuck, yeah. man. And yeah, that I feel like that's a pretty good ex- first example, of like bittersweet of like, yeah, he's happy, but like at what cost? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like Upgrade. That's a good one. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Impressed me. John Coffey's death in The Green Mile. Yeah, I was thinking about The Green Mile. Yeah, The Green Mile, it's very long. It's, it's a very, very sad movie. It's a very sad movie. Um, But John Coffey is just, like, represented as, like, this, like, very, I think they refer to him as, like, a, a jolly giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Where he's just, like, such a sweetheart and, like, my God, the man is massive. I um, know, but he, like he embodies so much peace and wisdom in that movie. Yeah, and the fact that like he has this ability to like heal and then also bring things back to life. Yeah. Um, but he was accused of murder because he was trying to like bring two people back from the dead that he like saw get killed. Mm-hmm. And I forget Tom Hanks' character in the movie, but like he heals his in movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but he heals his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, from like I think like cancer or something like that. And um, to have, like, that that ending scene where it's, like, either way, like, they still have to, like, execute him. Yeah. And, like, getting him hooked up and, like, him just, like, sobbing. And um, just him, like, basically, like, crying and be like, please don't turn out the lights. I'm afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. It, it's so sad. But, like, after his death, it's like 
he he prolonged like the uh the warden's life so in that way he could like write about john and yeah. like further explain like his good deeds that he did do right so it's like they remembered his legacy but mm-hmm. at i mean at the cost of him dying because of it yeah which is shitty yeah so um it's a very sad ending though yeah that was a good one all right next up for me i got um a little obscure but <laughs> i like it uh the graduate uh-huh you know nope do you know this I don't think I've ever seen The Graduate. Oh, it's not like anything like spectacular. I mean, it's Mrs. Robinson. Are you trying to seduce me? Okay. Remember uh, Mrs. Bouvier? Yeah. Mrs. Bouvier. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that's yeah. from The Graduate. Gotcha. It's the Simpsons, are, yeah, did that. Uh, because yeah, I really like the ending too. Because it's here it is that you have this you know younger man who's in an affair with an older woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's this movie. Yeah, and he starts getting to that point where it's like he's like, well, I really like her, and it's like I want to pursue a relationship but she's getting married <clears throat> yeah so then he stops her from getting married and it's it's so well done in the fact that it's like he actually does convince her to not get married mm-hmm. and they like hop on a bus and yeah. they're like really smiling and like yeah we did it and it's like as more that the camera holds onto them you just see them kind of like shift yeah and it's like they sit down and it's like they don't say anything but it's just one of those things where they're like fuck like what, what do we, we do now? Yeah, what do we do now? What do we just do? Like, is this actually something we want to do? Yeah, like, we just turned our backs on all of our friends and family, and now, like, we're going to go and yeah. live together, and, and that's it's it. like, it's one of those things where it's, like, bittersweet for the fact that it's, like, yeah, they finally got to be together in the way that, you know, like, he wanted them to be together. Yeah. But is it going to last? Is it actually going to work out? Like, it, there's so much doubt at the end of it that it's, like, fuck. Like, that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I like forgot that. about that movie. Yeah. Um, my next one is Killing of a Sacred Deer. When, <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. When Bob dies. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, that movie in, in itself is just, like, a mind fuck, really. Um, I love the context of that movie. I remember watching it with you, and it's, like, the scene of him just sitting down and being, like, well, this is what's gonna happen to your family is, like, so jarring. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Well, again, like, this was, like, <clears throat> one of my first introductions to Barry Keoghan, and, um, I, like, I loved him right from that moment and I, I was just kind of like yo I want to see like more of you yeah. whatever you do um, and then Colin Farrell is just super great in that oh yeah I love him that movie as Steven and shit kid whatever it, what's his name yeah Bob yes yeah so yeah, like but like the actor's name uh, Sonny Soljic yeah I like him he's tight cast as a shit kid yeah but um, the fact that like when you get to the ending because like Barry Keoghan as Martin is basically like God mm-hmm. and punishing them um and it's gotten to the point where it's like they're all going to die unless like Steven ends up making like a decision of like one of them has to die. Yep. And you just have it where it's like he blindfolds himself and like spins around and starts shooting <laughs> aimlessly. But I love the thing too where it's like the trivia of like you know he's going to shoot his kid because the deer is above him. And yeah. It's like yep. Yeah, so I think that that was, like, a really cool idea with it, but, like... That seems so goofy, too, but it's yeah. so serious. But, I mean, like, it, it kind of makes sense where it's, like, it, it's a way for him to not feel as guilty because, like, it's right. all by fate. And that's yeah, he's what not that really choosing. <laughs> and after uh, Bob dies, the family is back to normal, but, like, they've lost a family member, so... Yeah. It is that bittersweet where it's, like, now they can, like, go about their lives again and, like, try to rebuild and, like, learn from their mistakes, but they lost a family member in the process, so. Right. Scumbag ending, too, of him just walking into the diner and just seeing them, and it's, like, Colin Farrell just stares at him. Oh, I know. You fucking asshole. Yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> 
Nice. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next one, too, is uh, Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because the, the reason, too, that I think it's bittersweet is that, like, it, it's ambiguous. And the fact that it's like you have this, like, he's sitting down and he's talking about where it's like, I'm going to become really famous and rich and I'm, like, I'm going to buy the house. And it's like, I'm going to let him get out and just, like, be back with my dad. And so the, such sweet moment of him actually just, like, what that would look like and then being able to be back together. Oh, he's coughing. He's coughing. There you go. Get it out. Spit. Spit. Go ahead. Ew. Gross. <laughs> I don't think any of that got picked up, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the fact that it's, like, it's such a, like, a sweet and endearing thing for him to finally just be, like, I'm going to do this the right way. I'm going to, like, work hard, and I'm going to do this to help my dad out. And then it's just, like, cutting back to him, and it's, like, he's just sitting in the house, and it's, like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, you don't know if he's actually going to actually accomplish this or not. Yeah. You never know. And I think that's such, like, bittersweet to think about of, like, is he going to do this? Is he going to live up to this? Is this scene actually going to come true, or is Mm -hmm. it just a fantasy? It's a good one. Yeah, I like Parasite. Yeah, Parasite's a great movie. I fucking... I, was I, like, I always remember us watching it in the theaters, and it's like to that point where it's like the dad's like, well, I'm going to become the limo driver, and I just turn to you, and I'm like, they're the parasites. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it got to the point where it's like when, when they plant like the underwear in the back of the car, oh, I yeah. like sat up, and I was just like dumbfounded. <laughs> like my mouth was open for like five minutes. I was like, oh my God, this is going to fucking work. Every once in a while, I just think about them dumping that bag of peaches on that girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> like allergic. <laughs> and I'm like, what a bizarre way to like oh, kill dude. somebody. Bong Joon-ho, man. I, I need yeah. him to make everything at I this know, point. It's fantastic. But yeah, Parasite. <laughs> Alright, next one for me. Um, one Last Ram Jam. The Wrestler. Oh, yeah. 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 Darren Aronofsky. Very good best at making... Best movie he's ever made. I think fight me on that. Fuck you. The Wrestler's his best movie. I, I, Are I you going to say Mother? Fuck that no, movie. fuck Mother. Um, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream is a close one. Uh, it's good, but I, I think The Wrestler has a better story. And Mickey Ooh, yeah. Rourke is like phenomenal in that fucking film yeah like mickey rourke like really like embodies it i know like that um like he had this idea where it's like it was kind of loosely based off of rick flair mm-hmm. yeah. um and like it's just like this constant like just like push down into the dirt for randy where it's like oh his best years are behind him and he gets like a job working as like a deli clerk and like his his love life is horrible and his daughter wants nothing to do with him and like all he knows is wrestling and like he he tries to like sell some merch and like nobody goes to his table cuz like nobody really cares about him yeah. at the moment and like it's just a really cool insight on like what happens to wrestlers as they start to age right yeah i mean it goes back to that part where it's like if you're not famous enough to stick around it's like you're a mid carter who is just going to show up at conventions and it's like yeah that's sad yeah, but, like, the idea of him, like, where he's, like, okay, like, my heart's really bad. Like, I know if I wrestle one more time, like, it's probably going to give out. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's, like, this is all I know, and I have to do this one last match just to, like, prove that I'm still worth it. Yeah. And, like, the ending of him going up and, like, getting ready to hit, like, the Ram Jam and, like, just diving off and, like, the movie ends. And yeah, it's, like, I love that. It's, it's you know that <coughs> he didn't survive that. But he went out the way that he wanted to, being remembered as a wrestler. Yeah, he died a wrestler. Yeah, which is it's it's admirable. 
but yeah. it's terrible the fact that he had to die. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, good. It's good, a good, good one. Good job. Good job. All right. Uh, second, I have I have another one, and then I have some honorable mentions, and I have my number one. Yeah, so do I. Cool. Look at us. That's usually how we go since we pick five each episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a good It's a good number. It's a good solid number. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, so my next one is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh-huh. Are you, the, are you okay? <laughs> this is the one with Jim Carrey. Yes, nah, I know this one. I love this fucking movie. It's one of uh, I, I. Good evening, good day, and good night. Nope, that's the Truman Show. Got it. I don't remember this one. This is the one where like he he talks to the purple-haired bitch, right? Yeah, Clementine. Yep. Yeah. I well, she changes her hair multiple times. I never saw this movie. This is the one where it's like it's the future, and he's like, I had this really bad breakup, and I want to like erase the memories of her. Mm. And it's like I love how it's filmed too, because it, it starts with like the breakup and mm-hmm. then it starts going backwards of like well they're fighting and then they're distant and then they're cold and it's like but then eventually it gets to the point where it's like well here's the really best parts of their relationship and here's them meeting each other and it's like well the first time they met and it's like this really sad scene of like Jim Carrey it's like towards the end where it's like he's in this house and it's like flooding and it's like I've talked about this before on the podcast but it's like one of those sad moments where he's like I don't want to lose this like it's it's literally like the a metaphor of like you know, better to love and loss than to never love at all. Mm-hmm. But the ending of it is that he gets his mind erased and uh-huh. she gets her mind erased and then they meet each other again. So it's one of those things where it kind of comes back to where it's like, who's to say that this won't happen again? Yeah. That's like they could fall back in love. They could hurt each other. They could break up again or it could be different. Mm-hmm. But it's like, here's the opportunity for them to try again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love that as kind of like this idea of like, people that really love each other and they're like they're gonna come back to each other but is it gonna work like Hawkman and Hawkgirl in DC every time they fall yeah so yeah Eternal Sunshine (laughs) of the Spotless Mind yeah you didn't like that reference okay cool (laughs) that's fair (coughs) yeah so yeah I love that movie next one for me Uh, Randall McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is that bittersweet yeah, he gets lobotomized. Yeah, I know, but here, let me let me okay, explain. Okay, yeah, no, go ahead. So something about his freedom. Yeah, yeah so like, okay. so Randall, like, obviously, like, it's kind of like a scumbag. He gets put into like this mental mental institute just so in that way he doesn't have to go to jail. Yep. Um, but while in there, like, kind of becomes like this beacon of like hope for everybody that's in there, like showcasing that like you know you can be free, you can like express yourself, and like you can ask for more rights mm-hmm. and like be more of yourself. And then, yeah, by the end of it, like, he does get lobotomized, which mm-hmm. is terrible. And then Chief yeah. ends up smothering him because... And throwing the fucking water fountain yeah, through the window. <laughs> because, well, he knows that, like, this isn't the life that, like, Randall wanted. Yeah. So it's, like, to put him out of his misery because, like, he knows that this isn't the life that he deserves. But it did inspire Chief to be able to to break free. Exactly. And I, I get that, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is bittersweet because it's, it's like... It's sweet for Chief, but it's bitter for Randall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like... For that moment, like, Chief gained the courage to, like, actually do something for himself mm-hmm. and and go out and then trying to, like, live a normal life again. Yeah. Oh, I, get, I get that. That's yeah. pretty good. Movie's fucked, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can't believe they made a show just based around <laughs> Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. And just how she becomes a scumbag. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that. I don't care for enough. Yeah, her. me neither. Dad watched but it, and he said it was whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, right, honorable mentions. Uh-huh. Boo-doo-boo-doo-boo-boo. That's the sound I'm going to make now. Okay. You like it? No. Okay, fuck yeah. you. Uh, honorable mentions, E.T. Eh. 
Yeah, he, he goes back home. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. E.T. Going yeah, home. Fuck off. <laughs> Friend. Uh, friend. Yeah, it's it's sad, but, you know, he gets his family back. That's great. Uh, this one's, uh, now that I'm looking at it, it's a lot more bitter than sweet, but I was thinking The Mist. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's very <laughs> bitter, Matt. That's not sweet at all. Well, he gets, he gets saved. Not really. No, he does. Yeah, but he loses everything. Yeah, he lost everything. Yeah, it's more bitter Such than a anything. Fucked ending. Yeah, oh no. my god, I can't well, believe. I love that movie though. I can't believe the director fought. He was like, "No, we're making this fucked up." Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. so much better in black and white too. I still want. Uh, I still want to watch it in black and white. Yeah, it's so much better. You watch it in black and white. All right, go ahead, Zach. Those are my honorable mentions. Uh, Iron Giant ending. Yeah, <laughs> Superman. Yeah, you stay. I go. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I watch that movie a lot because of my wife. Yeah, I know. Movie's really sad. Yeah. I love it. That's yeah. it? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, dude. Yeah. We're like so close to having a topic where neither of us picks the same. <sighs> okay. Oh, that's suspense. All right, my number one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm nervous. <laughs> all right, The Green Knight. No. Oh, we did it. We did it. We did a topic. Yeah, where off we... with your head. Ah, uh, yeah, fucking, I just watched this recently because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it counts as a Christmas Fuck movie. Fuck anybody who doesn't say it is. Yeah, Die Hard, Gremlins, Green Knight, they're yep. all Christmas movies. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think about it often, but whenever I watch it, I'm blown away. Oh, I fucking I love, love this movie. movie. It's so good. David uh, Lowery, man. But I need I, him to do more. So I, Bittersweetness, I think it really encapsulates this film because mm-hmm. here it is, is that Garwin goes through... The whole movie, we looked it up too, where it's like like the five virtues of being a knight. He fucking fails at every single oh, one. Oh, yeah, I know. He's such a failure. But I love it. I absolutely love like the last bit of that movie and how it's completely silent. There's no dialogue, but it's showing what would happen if he left. Yeah. If he didn't complete this, and it's like how much of a terrible king he was. Mm-hmm. He left his kingdom to ruin, like... He hurt the one person that, you know, like, actually cared about him. Like, and how much it's it's to that point where it's, you know, he then realizes, like, no, I need to I need to see this through. And it's yeah. bittersweet in the fact, kind of like with the wrestler, that, you know, like, he dies, mm-hmm. but, you know, he died with honor. Yeah. He died a knight. And it's like how the Green Knight even says that. He's like, oh, my, my knight... And it's like, I love that, too. And I also, uh, I never thought about it before, too, and I want to get your opinion, because, like, Alyssa mentioned it to me, where she was like, <clears throat> how people interpret when he kind of, like, crosses over his neck, and yeah. he's, like, off with your head, how that can be kind of like the Green Knight saying, like, you passed, and I'm not going to kill you. Yeah, I, I, I've i gone back and forth with it, and I think, like, he didn't end up killing him. Like, he, yeah. he passed, like, his one real test. Yeah, because in the, the actual fable, it's like, Garwin does live. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, too, where it's, like, reemphasized, too, in the movie where it's, like, how King Arthur is, like, remember, it's just a game. Yeah. And it's, like, I think that's even, like, how the ending can be interpreted that way of, like, you just won the game. Like, you don't have to die. Like, you won. And it's, I, I like that, too, in the context of, like, what bittersweetness is because you can look at it both ways. You could say that he did live and he just won the game and he's fine. Or... <clears throat> That he actually did die, but he died with honor. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stellar. Love that yeah. movie. Fuck that poncho and the fact that it was only made for him. Yeah, I want I that know poncho. You want that. It's amazing. It's made with his fingerprint. 
Did you know that? No. Like the design that's on it is like the actual actor's fingerprint. Mm. They just like fucking made it around it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Zach. You're number one. Uh, my last one. Um, the ending of Toy Story 3. Yep. Um, when Andy is going away to college. Mm-hmm. And you again, can say it about any Toy Story, honestly. Yeah, I know. But like Toy Story 3 kind of hits a little bit differently because like at least for our generation who grew up with Toy Story, um, where like we got to see Andy grow up. Yeah, and, and we're growing like, ups at that time too. Yeah, like to see him where it's like he's actually going off to college now and like he no longer has a use for his toys and rather than like get rid of them yeah he goes to the neighbor girl and gives them to her mm-hmm. and she's just like immediately like in love with all of them yeah it's like the patching uh, the passing of the torch yeah and it, it's it's so sad where it's like you know andy realizes that like you know they aren't his toys anymore and like yeah like you see like woody and buzz kind of just be like oh you're giving us up but like they've come to terms <laughs> with the fact that like you know now they have like a second life right because I, I think about even to like kind of emphasizing this is the ending of toy story 2 where mm-hmm. it's like how woody realizes like yeah and he's gonna grow up like there's gonna be a time where he doesn't play with us anymore yeah and like how it it's actually shown in toy story 3 is like it's amazing that they follow through with that yeah and like for having them all like, long-term sit- booking <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and having them like sit on the steps as like andy drives off and and woody's just like so long partner yeah it's like ah i know it, it yeah that's a really good one because it does show it's like they're still gonna get played with with yeah. this new girl but like it's but andy's gone yeah it's like man that's fucking insane mm-hmm. good job zach thanks matt I, good job on us like we did it I think we I beat did. you out this one yeah we did we had a fucking topic we nah, all beat, got I different ones out. It's not. It's not a competition. Yes, it is. I beat you. Oh wow! Look at the small little penis on you. Has to win at a podcast topic. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for a recommendation? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So we can go to bed. Yep. It's like you like wrestling, right? I do. You like toys, right? I kinda. Uh, you do you do you like RPGs? RPGs? Yeah, role playing games. Yes. Yes. Very much so. You do because of Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Uh, so D&D. what I've been I've been playing recently too. It's a it's a nice little indie darling of a game called WrestleQuest. So oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, it's fucking, it's great. One, I really like the aesthetic of the fact that it's like they're toys. It mm-hmm. gives me like big energy, or like when I was a kid and like. I had Master Roshi power bombing Gundams mm. off of my dresser. Yeah, I do that all the time. Um, but it's it's really cool in the fact that it's like this world of toys, but like everybody's a wrestler, mm-hmm. and they actually do have like models of wrestlers in it, like Andre the Giant, Jeff Jarrett, Jake the Snake, like DDP, mm-hmm. like they're in the game. But it's cool because you follow uh, your main character, who is um, Randy Santos, mm. who is the uh, what the fuck is he? He's the Mach- he's not the macho man he's like the machismo man uh-huh. and his gimmick is like oh see because yeah. <laughs> he's spanish mm-hmm. um but it's really cool in the fact that it's an rpg it's a turn-based rpg mm-hmm. but it's also wrestling so it's like you have like and how you get like more experience in gear is that you have to do like you have to like play the like it's a card like a match where it's yeah. like it'll be something like oh you would need to kick like let him kick out at two to build up the hype mm-hmm. <laughs> or like hit this finisher like the last moment and like it's got really cool stuff like that it's really in depth too like it has like a whole different way that you can like change what kind of wrestler you are mm-hmm. like you have gear and face paint that like helps you out 
Um, you'll like it too. There's no locked doors. There's tables. Okay. So you have to do table spots to like <laughs> get through a door. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you really like wrestling, and you really like RPGs, I would totally recommend this because it's super inspired. Like somebody who's a mark made this fucking game. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's on all major platforms: PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. Okay. Wrestle Quest, super fun. I'll check it out. Yeah, uh, you totally like it. It's mm. like um, his the Randy's finisher at the beginning of the game is the south of the border stunner. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really creative. It's got some really cool stuff like that. But yeah, uh, so happy New Year, everybody! See everybody in twenty twenty four. Yeah, because yeah, this is this is the last little podcast of the year, and then we'll come back with Zach. Yeah. Time to push the button. We're going to drop the bomb. Are we doing Speed Racer? You bet your ass we're doing Speed Racer. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to... You know what I really like about the podcast, too? Yeah. Where it's like... It, it's one, it's a tool for me to be able to say, like, I want to watch this movie again or mm-hmm. watch this at all. But it's also a good way that I realize when it's like when we as a family were sitting down and like, oh, we should watch this movie and we just never fucking do it. Yeah, I know. We don't. We're like, oh, we're going to watch this eventually and we just don't plan to watch it. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be my way of doing it. We're going to watch Oppenheimer. Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so clear three hours of your schedule. We're going to watch that fucking movie because I really want to watch it. <laughs> oh, it's so long. Okay. Yeah, so happy new year, everybody. We're going to fucking, we're going to watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening now, Matt. Roll the credits.